It's another Sunday night in comedy. And amidst this apocalypse that we've been living in, I can officially say that comedy is back. Live shows are happening again. And it's not all about, you know, the places you've been to. It's the places you've got to check out. Because if there's one thing this apocalypse slash AKA pandemic we've been living through is that it's all about the independent comic. Tonight, we're focusing on two independent shows happening right here in the good, glorious, and gracious city of Toronto. From the east end of the city to the west end of the city, we're showcasing two of the comedy shows that you gotta check out this week in the GTA. I'm Vince Tedesco, and this is Inside Jokes. Roll the intro. Welcome to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Good evening, everyone. I'm Vince Tedesco, your host for this week at Inside Jokes. Dean is away. And like I said off the top, we're going to look at the independent shows happening in this city. Uh, comedy clubs are coming in. We're moving into this sort of phase three. Um, things are starting to open up again. Things are starting to get more liberal with restrictions there's people eating inside again uh, a lot of these shows though on the independent shows have been happening throughout the pandemic whether they be in the park uh an outdoor comedy show on someone's patio we're going to look into all of that and some great shows from some great comics who are producing their own content because the one thing that we've learned throughout this whole thing is that you've got to be able to produce your own comment you got to be your own producer you got to get your stuff out there whether you're active online, whether you're active via, you know, social media, getting the word out there versus um, how, you know, traditionalists would a, a sort of approach a situation like this. It made a lot of comics more creative. The last 15, 16 months have made comics a lot more creative. And it's the era of the independent producer. They're producing their own comedy shows. They're bringing on their friends. They're getting out there and they're getting their names heard again they're getting their comedy heard again so we have a couple of comics on this lineup tonight that have been doing this sort of thing for the last 16 months or since i guess last summer the last 12 months as we're well into the summer now and uh, one of them is coming off right off the top rob bednick hosting a great show in the west end of the city uh we're going to talk to him and a special guest of the show and a good friend of Rob's coming up right now. I'd like to welcome back to the show. It's been a while, almost a year exactly, as this time last year, we welcomed Mr. Rob Bebnick to the airwaves, who had a show that he was producing himself at uh, the, in the West End of Toronto at Tall Boys. Mr. Rob Bebnick, how are we doing? Uh, good, Vince. Thanks. Uh, thanks for having me on again. And yeah, it's been uh, it's been about a year. I had the album come out and started the show around this time last year, so... Maybe we'll make this an annual thing. There we go. Uh, as far as the show has been now, you're you're a couple of uh, couple of weeks in doing it, you know, going strong. I got to ask you. I mean, with COVID restrictions kind of being lightened week by week, we're into a phase three now. What have crowds been like? Uh, in what regards, like capacity wise, or are they fun? Uh, or first both? off, are they fun? Is everybody excited that live comedy's back again? Yeah, man, everyone's pumped. Like, uh, if you talk to the comics before the gigs, like, everyone's so nervous because they're rusty. And it's like, it's a show. It's a small patio show that you would, at one point in time, we're, we would be sitting in the back being like, ah, who cares about this show? Uh, and now, like, the best comics in the country are nervous to perform for 
you know, a few dozen people on a patio, but uh, everyone's just like excited to be out and feeling normal again. So even if your joke isn't completely hashed out, they're, they're, they're giving it up. They're still having fun. They're still laughing at, at the, I mean, I go in with so many half-baked ideas and, and they keep coming back and I'm there every week. So something, something's happening, right? Now, would, would you kind of say that's kind of, I mean, it's true to the name, essentially. Your show is called The Rebirth of Comedy. Does it almost feel that comics need to kind of shake off the rust and, and, and it's like they're doing this for the first time all over again? Like how, how like, I mean, it's not that you're booking no names. You're booking headliners every week. And it's, and it's a stellar lineup each and every week that, that you're going to go check out at Tall Boys. But like what the vibe from the comics, like, tell me, like, how nervous are they? Uh, it's weird. I feel like people were more nervous last year because it was when I started last year, most people were coming off like a three, four month hard break where they had done nothing. And I had Chris Locke, Art Simeon, um, who else was on that show? Alex Pavone, Sandra Badalini, and Pat Hakeem. And like everyone was pacing, like going over <laughs> notes. Uh, There's 24 people, I think, on the patio that night. And it was like, we're doing a show to 24 people. And like these world-class comics uh, are literally just like panicking inside. And it's, it's less than that this year, but everyone's nervous. Everyone's like, am I still funny? Uh, but it's, again, like it's such a tight lineup, cow, like, quality of comic wise that it's it, they've they've been going so great now you yourself you host each and every week so obviously it's a good chance for you to get out there uh try some new material how how's the writing been coming these last sort of 15 16 months and and is it well received i mean obviously yes i believe covid jokes are going to be a thing for a while but as soon as that elephant's taken out of the room how well are you kind of falling back into either a set or new material? How's it been for you? I feel like uh, COVID jokes have kind of almost already run run their course. Like last year was, yeah, you could do all COVID jokes. And now I think people just don't want to talk about it anymore. People don't want to hear about it anymore. So now like that 16 months of writing, I'm putting out there like chunk by chunk every week and trying to find out what's funny. Because uh, any comic can, you know, write two hours worth of material, but there might only be 10 funny minutes in that. So uh, now there's this big rush to not just kick off the rust, but to find out what what's good, and what's not like. And the only way you can find that out is in front of a live audience. So we're, you know, we're I, I haven't been telling any of my old jokes, really, because I, I just don't want to. Um, I'm sick of them. Uh, I also recorded the album, so I retired a lot of them. And uh, and yeah, now I'm just trying to figure out what has legs and what doesn't and then start polishing that up. So it's uh, it's you're, you're going out there hoping to get uh, some laughs to find out if it's worth working on or not. So nobody's killing right now. People are just doing fine. Now, the flip side of that coin, when we kind of started it off the top is kind of what were the crowds kind of like. So from a capacity issue standpoint, I mean, the patio, I've been there myself. It's nice. It's quaint. It's almost sort of a little private oasis in the back of Tall Boys, which is uh, Bloor and Roxton area in the west end of Toronto. Uh, it's Bloor and Ossington. So it's 838 Bloor West. Yeah, Bloor West. Uh, it's yeah, you, it's kind of like your own little private Idaho back there. Capacity-wise, you, you have the numbers to kind of fit. It works well for comedy, but how different is an outdoor show 
versus those dark sleazy clubs that everybody kind of misses. I mean, the vibe is off. You're, you're working with neighbors essentially, and you know, volume and noise restrictions. But what's kind yeah, of the best to compare? Well, we have one neighbor in particular who's uh, who's been fighting us every step of the way, and it's just like we're not doing anything wrong. So you know, get the hell out of here kind of thing. But she's back every week complaining. Um, but yeah, it's a, a regular yet? It's different, you know? <laughs> What's she that? Show? Is she one of your regulars now? <laughs> oh, she's regular. She's not a welcomed paying regular, but she's uh, she's there every week. Uh, it's, of course, it's different. People packed into a dank basement. It's, you know, 20 to 30 people on an outdoor patio. So when you, you, you gauge the laughter differently. Um, and it's as long as people are laughing, you're happy, uh, but you're not going to get the same punch from, from what you would in a, in a basement that's packed. So uh, I know as restrictions uh, loosen, there's, we're allowed more people at the table. Like the first weeks you were only allowed four people at the table. Um, and then now it's up to six, I think. Uh, I let, I let the bar owner deal with that part. I just, set the lineups and make the posters and post the show. Um, so from your crowd standpoint, and obviously the reception has been you know, welcoming, obviously you want that, uh, you want your crowds to come out again. You want people to kind of absorb the live experience again, but going up against something like comedy clubs, now that they're starting to reopen and capacities on an indoor level starting to increase, is this show something that you kind of want to, move to an indoor location would you take it inside the tall boys would you once i know we're out of it is this something we've come hang up no i think we've kind of built something special there uh it's it's become a comedy hang too like a lot of comics just hang out watch from the alley now and hang out after the fact so uh covid or not it's it's not going to go anywhere like i think i'll always be doing this outdoor show um, and then, you know, if we're back to normal, then we'll probably move it out inside for the winter. They have a good basement space there. Um, oh, nice. but I think every, every time the weather's right, we'll, we'll be outside for it. Cause it's, it's part of the charm of that show, I think. And, and people have really come to love it. Have you had any rainouts yet? Or, I can't remember. It's Thursday night. So oh no, we, we yet. have, uh, we have. We've been threatened a lot by uh, rainouts, and you know today's another day where we're like, uh, or sorry, what I don't, I don't know what day it is. It's not today. Anyways, but the next got show we're side. <laughs> yeah, so far, and it's yeah. like if if it has rained, it's been a trickle, and uh, and there's like big those big giant umbrellas that cover the table, so it's just the comics that end up getting wet. And, you know, we're uh, we're a low level subspecies anyway, so we're fine. <laughs> That is awesome. Rob Bebnick, uh, his show is Comedy Rebirth uh, every Thursday night at Tall Boys in the Western of Toronto, Florida area. Uh, we're coming back with a bit more Rob and a special guest that's got a show coming up uh, in the upcoming weeks. Don't miss out. More with Inside Jokes after this. Listening to Inside Jokes on 640. I'm at the sock and I don't know why I just did this. Welcome back to Inside Jokes. I am your host for this week, Vince Tedesco. Dean is away, like I said, but each and every week we are brought to you by our friends at Hakeem Optical. Hakeem, it rhymes with vaccine. And it's kind of like a vaccine for your eyes. 
you don't have to squirt anything in there or anything like that. They're just like kind of little frames you wear over front and they help you see. Uh, do I have to describe eyewear to you guys? No, it's fine. They're friends of ours. They'll be friends to you. Akeem Optical, check them out. Vaccine for your eyes. Kind of. Don't make that a thing. Anyways, moving on. Rob Bemnick on the show. Rob, how are we doing, buddy? We're doing good, Vince. We're doing good. We're, uh, I, I liked your, your Hakeem plug there. Hey, that not was... bad for on-the-spot improv. Second City, four years of training, and that's where it got me. It's uh, it's showing right now. Heavily. Yeah, just bought you online or on air radio ad for Hakeem Optical. But in our first segment, uh, something that you haven't botched going two years strong, uh, Comedy Rebirth at Tall Boys. Uh, weekly show that you've been running, producing. It's kind of been the year of the independent or the last 16 months, I guess, of uh, the independent producer comics being creative, creating their own platform, creating their own shows, uh, giving um, kind of that stage time that you guys have been needing. And as we said in the first segment, you know, comics have been a little rusty, so it's good to get back out and kind of uh, flex your comedy muscles, as they say, or a lot of times we kind of bring up on the show, hitting the gym, getting the material worked out, getting things uh, kind of back on track, getting geared up to do, you know, live shows, live tapings again. And uh, no friend of this show and a friend of yours, of course, uh, Mr. Dave Mirage is uh, coming up to do a, a couple of shows exclusively at, at Tall Boys in the upcoming weeks. Tell us a little bit about that. Um, well, hello. Hello, guys. Dave, how hello. are you, buddy? Oh, Rob. How are you guys? Hello, David. <laughs> it's nice to see you. It's very nice to see you. It's always man. good to see Dave. Is it Rob's letting you do the show or you're gracious yeah. enough, you know, your presence oh, to do Rob's show? I'm doing a pop-up show at the venue that Rob does his show, Tall Boys, on July 20th and 21st, uh, but it's all reserved up. But then Rob let me, out of the kindness of his heart, um, bump everyone out of the way so that I can run the hour, which is on the, that Thursday of that week. Um, for a uh, um, uh, Crave, yeah, I believe, yeah, it's a Crave Bell Media Just for Laughs comedy special, um, our special that I'm taping July 27th at Lastral, two shows, seven and uh, 10 o'clock. And you can get tickets now by going to the Just for Laughs website. Now, Dave, as Rob yeah. has mentioned in our first segment, that comics are a little nervous, they get a little antsy. I mean, you're in LA right now. So I, I thank you enough for doing the show and, and yeah. you're coming back into Toronto and doing these tapings. And then, as you said, Montreal this summer. Um, how has it been for you? How has that rust been hard to kind of break off? Because you've been, you've been you, you spit a lot of plates, Dave. So, I mean, I know you got a lot of the go, but from comedy wise, stand up game, A game, is it, is it been tough to get, you know, the kinks out of the armor? I mean, I, I, I guess, you know, but we did comedy last year. Um, last year was probably harder because I didn't do stand up when the lock, the first initial lockdown happened. I was in New York, so I didn't do comedy from like Mar uh, sometime around March till September. So that time was very nerve wracking or I was just ner I was nervous because there was rust uh, and uh, it was months that went by. And then around September, I did some spots and some tapings for Just for Last. So then it kind of got. You know what I'm saying, Rob? You get out of the, you know, you know, like you you get that first one in, then you get the second one in, and you get the third one one in, and it just felt like uh, less nerve wracking. And then there was the highest. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? And um, yeah, and if you can string like a a bunch of uh, sets together in a week, you start yeah. just feeling like a comic again. Like last week, I yeah. had seven 
seven shows. So midway through it, I started feeling like a comic and loosening up and, and having fun on stage again instead of saying the lines in my head. Can yes. you describe what that sentence means, feeling like a comic again? Both of you, just dive into this because for those listening, I want them to know what that is. Is it a rush sensation? Is it a, like, just like riding a bike kind of feeling? What does the term feeling like a comic again mean to you? Well, for me, it just feels like I was actually doing comedy on the regular again. Like before this, you're out, you know, most nights of the week. Uh, and then, you know, bigger shows typically on Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And just to like perform in front of real audiences again, not not on Zoom, shouting into the void. Uh, and just like there's there's a difference between like getting on stage and telling jokes versus getting on stage and truly having fun. And I think that's to me what feeling like a comic is again, is me having fun again, me not caring, me being loose, um, not worrying about the joke so much as worrying about uh, having fun. And I, I think as soon as you're having fun on stage, that's when you really start being funny. Uh, so that's that's been the shift for me to start feeling like a comic again, because for the last 16 months, I've just felt like a, a normal person, which is uh, just hell for us. <laughs> nice. That was you know done so exquisitely. Dave, do you feel like a normal person sometimes? I mean, I mean, I mean, normal. Per no, not like a normal per person. I don't know what normal what the definition No, never. Is. Dave's never normal. <laughs> I think I guess too having a at the beginning have a having time to not do comedy and think about certain things helped me help me out personally uh, just to adjust what I wanted to do differently and then um, now I've been in LA for like since April so I've been going up a bunch so I don't is that which has been lucky. So you, you've been doing all these shows and and getting loose and and yet you made me bump five comics. You made me bump. <laughs> crushed the dreams of five of your friends dave ali hassan was on that show yeah. nick reynoldson like i bumped your friends so you yeah. could not i've been doing short sets right your way i've been doing well I, yeah that's but that's they should know that it's time to clear the way not wow me. shots fired wow. <laughs> actually i i did a show with ali on the weekend and he was very because i didn't know he's also doing a taping and I was like, oh, you should should have let me know. I was like, now you got to be extra mad at Dave. But Dave or Ali was, Ali was very understanding of your plight because he's like, Dave is doing a full hour and he yeah. needs he needs to run that. So he's your friends are very understanding. I mean, look, I've I've messaged some of them privately to, to and some some deserve it and some don't. I, I, you know, we don't. I don't know the names. To, I can't share the names that deserve it to get a message. But you know, you are, you get it. You gotta understand, right, Rob? You understand. Dave, do you need the full when, hour? Can you do like fifty-five minutes and give these other five comics a one-minute bona fide kind of riff on stage to kind of warm you up? They each go on for a minute. They all set you up, and then boom, you kill it for fifty-five. Or do no, you need the full hour? No, no, I need. I mean, like you know, there's a full screening if you're gonna open. Exactly. Well, there you go. Is is Rob the guy opening up for you? I mean, is he uh, is he Rob, still allowed to host his own show? Rob is a Rob's an equal. Rob's different. I've known Rob for I've known Rob for a long time, so that's different. He knows. Yeah, we we go way back. So when when Dave called, I I didn't hesitate. I was like, yeah, of course. I'm not gonna say no to Dave. Like, there's people I'd be like, absolutely not. Uh, but Dave called me, and he 
he didn't he also did what i i'm happy that he did this uh because i hate when people don't and dave actually mentioned this but when they they call you and then they have this long conversation and then say oh by the way do you mind if i do no dave called me he goes hey listen i got a favor to ask gets it out of the way and then we can have a normal chat yeah. afterwards but yeah for me it was a no-brainer uh dave uh, i when i started comedy dave uh kind of kind of took me and a couple of other comics uh mark de bonus and uh, alex pavone kind of took us under his wing and and uh and you know that was 13 14 years ago now so we, we've uh we've been pals a long time so it was a no-brainer yeah and it's uh, not, not like you know i want to say too rob it's not even like you know people say under the wing you know what i'm saying which is i understand but it was more of like i saw you guys and it was like inspiring and it was funny young funny inspiring people so it's like for anything it was like for me for me it was such a benefit because i i was around that energy you know what i'm saying because that as you know as you start doing it longer not that you lose uh inspiration or, or energy or focus but you know when you're around a bunch of cool funny ass younger people and they're doing their thing and you can see the joy and you gravitate i think you, you should gravitate to that because like, oh, people would clown, not clown me, but they'd be like, oh, why do you hang out with newer comics? I'm like, well, I mean, if you want to stay, I feel like a little bit like ahead or, or with a new wave, you should you should be paying attention to, to all levels, I feel. So, I yeah, yeah I it's a huge guys. detriment. Yeah. Uh, not to continue the love fest here. Uh, but, love fest no, I get what you're saying. No, but like I get what Dave's saying. Like when when comics start thinking they can't learn anything from somebody new or can't get pushed by somebody new, that's when they start to fall off. Yeah. So you see a lot of uh, older comics or comics that have been around for a while that think they're above that, and that as soon as you start thinking that is when you start falling apart. Because yeah. there's there's comics who started a couple years ago that are absolute monsters already, yeah. uh, and if you're not paying attention to that, if you're not aware of that and if you're if you don't let them uh help you hustle then you're just doing yourself a disservice as a comic help you hustle yeah i mean comic if as soon as you stop hustling you start falling off but i mean it is an industry and an artistry that not too many people understand because stand-up comedy as you guys have just pointed out you bring up other people with you right? You want to see your peers succeed. You, when someone gets that big break, you're, you're in that guy's corner or that girl's corner or whatever the case may be, but you want to, the animosity level Most of the time. so far, so far. Yeah. I mean, if, yeah. if, if you're true friends each other in, in this industry and you see each other come up together, you want your peers to succeed. Obviously you want to succeed and that's where the hustle comes in. But I like that, that, scenario of pushing other people to hustle more i mean dave's got a huge taping coming up he needs to flex his muscles he has a friend doing a weekly show so naturally it's a perfect fit yeah i mean yeah, it's um, not you know not it's not the case all the time people aren't going to help each other uh, at all at all of course dave there's going to be some some snakes in the grass um, yeah but i mean for the most part we you know this is family i, I didn't really flex any muscle because you know my muscles are new they're coming in new they, uh, <laughs> I'm back in the gym so i don't I, you know i don't like to use that term flex the muscle as much uh it's more i was just like i called up a, a, a brother in, in hand and and then you know he 
was gracious enough to let me do my time there. And it's a wonderful show. If you're in, obviously, if you're in Toronto, you should check it out all the time. It's always sold out. Beautiful people, lovely energy. Rob is an amazing comedian and he puts on the dopest people. So, yeah. Uh, it is and a great show. Awesome. And was Phil at Tall Boys is amazing too, man. Shout out to Phil who's do, who puts all this, helps put all this together, is accommodating. Give him a shout out big time. Yeah, Phil Kakache, who owns the bar with his brother Tom Kakache, the, they're both absolute gentlemen. And, and Phil, uh, Phil is the one who reached out to me to get the show started, and uh, and he's been an absolute gem. And he's put a lot of comics on stage in the last year. Perfect. That is uh, that's that's beautiful, man. The venue is called Tall Boys, uh, Bloor and Ossington area. The show is Comedy Rebirth. It is a weekly show every Thursday night. 8 p.m. start time, Rob? 8 p.m. start time. And if you want to come, uh, we're sold out like three weeks in advance minimum most of the time. So uh, start looking at next month if you want to book a night. So Dave's show has been sold out for a while, I think. I don't know. I got to check. But uh, but each week might be... you bring it. You have five pretty much headliners on your on your show. Uh, July 22nd, Dave Mirage is a full one hour with him. Uh, Dave, is it two shows you're doing on the 22nd or one? No, so I'm doing July 20th and 21st. They're reserved. That's by myself at Tall Boys, and I'm doing Rob's show that week, which is the Thursday. I'm pretty Perfect. sure. And then from there, it's off to Montreal for the table. No, then um, uh, the 24th if, uh, at Tulip Variety. I'm, seeing, I'm doing one on the 23rd, but we're trying to see if there's enough people for the 24th. So message me personally on Instagram, uh, Dave Merhej, or message Tulip Variety to see if we're going to do a so, uh, pop-up show July 24th. My tapings for uh, my comedy special are July 27th in Montreal, La Astral. It's at 7 and 10 p.m. If you go to the Mont uh, Just for Laps website right now, you can get tickets. So it went live today. So get tickets. Awesome. A lot of information coming at you, but it means that these boys are hustling and working at their craft. I want to thank Dave Mirage. I want to thank Rob Bebnick. Uh, Rob, each and every week, like we said at Tall Boys, comedy rebirth, alive and well and kicking. Comedy is back, kids. It's all about the independent producer. It's guys like Rob Bendick putting shows together. It's guys like Dave Mirage, who doesn't like to flex his comedy muscles. He's, he's building brand new ones, kids. He's building brand new ones, and he's coming at you. Can't stop, won't stop, Dave Mirage. Catch him everywhere. These guys are blowing up. I want to thank you, boys, for your time today. Uh, each and every week, like we said, Inside Jokes is here Sunday night. And each and every week, uh, Rob Bednick, Scott Tallboy's coming at you with Comedy Rebirth. Thanks, gentlemen. Where can Thank everyone you, find you? Rob, where can everybody find you Thanks, on uh, social media, Instagram, all that stuff? Give, give your handles on Rob. Uh, I don't even know what they are anymore. It's usually uh, just my name, Rob Bebnick. Uh, that'll come up. You type in my name, you'll find it on Twitter. You'll find it on uh, Instagram, Facebook. I think it's like old underscore Bebsy. I have no idea anymore. Uh, <laughs> just... Just punch in my name. That, that'll come up. And everybody, if you're not following Dave Merhej, Dave, where can everybody find you? Just give him the, give him the handle. Uh, it's just Dave Merhej, M-E-R-H-E-J-E. -E on, on Perfect. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you, boys, for your time today. Okay. It's been a slice. I love it. Comedy is back. You guys are kicking them full swing. Thank so you. happy to see you guys on the stage again. Thanks so much for this, guys. Have a good one, bro. Thank you, Dave. We'll see you, Montreal. Rob, thanks so much, brother. See ya. Hey, this is Roddy Colmer. And Jay Brody. And you are listening to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Is it worth it?
let me work it. I put my thing down, flip it and reverse it. It's your primitive and yet it's your primitive. Welcome back to Inside Jokes. I'm Ben Sedesco filling in for Mr. Dean Young, and each and every week we're brought to you by Hakeem Optical. When you want to look a global pandemic dead in the face, talk to the boys at Hakeem Optical, helping you spot your social distancing signs at your grocery store lines. Hopefully we don't have to stay too close, too far, too quick, and not for too much longer, as we are well into phase three. And that being said, comedy, have, as we've been mentioning this entire episode, is back. Comedy is back. Live shows are a thing again. They've been happening now for weeks, maybe months, uh, depending when you're tuning in. And the social distancing, the restrictions, the mask wearing, all slowly but surely lifting, which is allowing, as we've said, this is the year of the independent producer, comics to be putting on their own shows, showcasing their talents once again. We talked to Mr. Rob Bendick, thanks to him, out in the west end of toronto but if you happen to live east of young street uh down on a little street that we hear in toronto called queen street queen east you'll happen to fall and stumble across our good friends at laughing vikings more importantly our guest right now lars classington lars how are we doing buddy Hey, hey, I'm doing amazing. You're giving me goosebumps. That was quite the uh, the testimonial off the top. Great. Uh, you nailed that plug for Hakeem Optical too. But yeah, I 100% feel it. Like literally I'm getting goosebumps because I feel right now is going to be the largest expansion of human artistic talent in the history of, of humans, probably at least our lifetime. So yeah, I'm pumped. And, and we've already been doing shows here. I'm in Comedy Alley. Your listeners can't see it, but it's been a beautiful thing so far, and I'm super pumped. Awesome. We haven't oversold this interview in the least. Perfect. Uh, as you mentioned, Comedy Alley uh, is a show that you are producing off the, uh, I guess, the studio there at Laughing Vikings, uh, a weekly show, uh, uh, Fridays and Saturday nights. I'm assuming you're doing two shows? We're trying to do, not trying, we're doing Friday, Saturday, and Sunday shows to start. I'm wow. of the uh, type that I would do it every week, like if... if if I have a space, I want it to be used. I also got to protect my sanity. So uh, that's going to be in cooperation with co-producers. But we're starting with Friday, Saturday, Sunday shows, and then we'll expand from there as needed. But we want to jam-pack those shows and kind of start small and build. And uh, yeah, the the alley, you would never know it was here. If you if, if you haven't been here, you wouldn't know it existed. It's, uh, it's formerly known as Alley, was one of the most unfunny alleys in Toronto previously, but then uh, I went out, bought a couple kazoos, also bought uh, a slide whistle, and uh, we get a little goofy sometimes uh, when we're when we're there. So we've it's it's adjacent. You actually have to enter through Laughing Viking Studio, which is at six nine six Queen East Suite B, right above Prohibition. We're in the shadows of the Broadview Hotel. And actually, if you've been on the Broadview roof, you can look down and you can kind of get a sense for all the people in Comedy Alley having a great time on a Friday, Saturday, Sunday night. So it's like Narnia events. I can't wait for you to be there. I, I sit there after the shows and I'm looking around and I'm like, where am I right now? I want to like, I haven't done it yet, but I'm going to sleep on stage one of these nights under the stars. It's going to be beautiful. <laughs> Dude, you are the best. I love all of that. You gave away a lot of landmarks. So yes, 
Prohibition Bar, a restaurant and bar uh, located on Queen East, Queen, a very trendy strip that runs pretty much the entire length of Toronto, east end to the west end. So we're talking Queen East Prohibition Bar. Above it is your comedy studio for comedy creators, actors, comedians, and, you know, such alike. The actual alleyway is now transformed into comedy alleyway, your own little comedy club. Uh, it's outdoors, I believe, so open, open air. Yeah. Um, everybody, capacity-wise, you can get a good 20 uh, or some? Yeah, it's probably going to tap out around 20, 25, depending on how we configure things. When we first started a few weeks ago, we were still adhering to outdoor limits of 10, so it was very intimate, but now I think it's expanding. Yeah, probably around 20, 25, but tight. We were just doing online bookings, uh, right now to, to make sure that we can manage the people. So uh, laughingvikings.com slash comedy alley is the ticket link. And just a heads up, we're going to do something special for your Inside Jokes listeners. If Inside Joke listeners use promo code inside your first show here, you'll get 50% off tickets. So use Whoa, promo code what? inside, I-N-S-I-D-E, inside for 50% off your first one. Wow, that is definitely going all over social lines. That's awesome. People are like, we, we've discussed this in the weeks coming up into the show. And, you know, like they're dying to get back out. They're dying to see comedy again. Yeah. Uh, we've said it before. The independent producers, comics are, you know, we're not waiting for clubs to open up. We're not waiting for those little dungeons to get back in and get the, you know, the traditional you know, comedy approach. Everyone's kind of putting on their own show. And Lars has done, has one-upped everybody, essentially, and given away a nice 50% discount uh, for comedy in the alley right here. Look at this, Lars. Thank you so much for of our course. listeners. This will go up on social, buddy. Yeah, um, yeah. We, we, we talked about it with Rob and I want to discuss it with you as well. I mean, there is the contrast and compare of the outdoor shows, the shows in the park people have done shows in, you know, people's backyards, back patios, comedy in an alley. Not, not too many people have alleyways that they can use. What is it about that indoor vibe versus that outdoor vibe? I mean, we, we can pro and con this to hell, but I mean, right. is there something that you're missing from an indoor environment, that kind of intimate space? Because what I'm looking at behind you, for those following us on social media, it is the intimate space. It is an alleyway. But again, that outdoor feel. But you are sort of, it does feel like, you have neighbors who complain and it feels like you're in an alley, but it still feels it's, no, like no, it's comedy again. It's just commercial tenants. I think two of the units right now are uh, are vacant, and they are and even when they are full, they uh, they're just sort of nine to fivers. So yeah, at night we don't have any issues. I think that the main issue with indoors versus outdoors it just comes down to distraction. Every show, whether it's music or comedy, there's a reason they're on stage. There's a reason they're lights. There's a reason that they're mic. There's a reason all the chairs are pointed in one direction. There's a reason there's not other distractions and screens. It's all to pull focus. And when you're doing a show outdoors, you see the swings, you see cars, you hear someone scream in the distance, you see the crazy guy run by and yell something. Um, all of those things pull focus from a stage. So that's traditionally all of like comedians, we didn't like outdoor stuff because it's like there's too much going on and you, it's tough to pull focus. But the sweet thing about Comedy Alley is it's tight enough that it sort of feels like you're in a hallway that just doesn't have a roof to it because we're on the roof. So it, it still has that indoor feel, even though we are outdoors. I love it, brother. That is amazing. Lars Claston, Comedy Alley. Stay tuned. More with Lars when we come back after the break right here at Inside Jokes. 640 Toronto Global News Radio. Don't you dare miss us.
Hey, this is Richard Lett. You're listening. Okay, I'm sorry. Hey, this is Alex Wood, and you're listening to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. I'm that bad type, make your mama sad type, make your girlfriend mad type, might seduce your dad type. I'm the bad guy. Duh. Back here at Inside Jokes, I'm Vince Tedesco. Sitting in with us is Lars Classington. He hosts a weekly show each and every week at the Laughing Viking Studio. That is called Comedy Alley. Is it comedy? 100%. Is it in an alley? You damn well better believe it. Lars, thanks for tuning in with or joining with us tonight. Um, we were discussing sort of the parameters of Comedy Alley as it actually is in an alley. Uh, let's go through the outline of the show. How many comics do you have booked each and every night or... I guess a, a three night schedule, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Right. Fantastic question. Uh, it's always going to be pro comedians. So you're going to see people who have headlined comedy clubs and festivals across the country, working professionals, road dogs. Uh, typically I book three to four comedians each night. They're usually doing feature spots of about 15 to 20 minutes and then special guests. I love special guest pop-ins. A lot of times comedians roll with buddies who are visiting from out of town. So we'll toss in some pop-ins or special guest spots. And I'm also, I've always a soft spot for brand new people. So throughout the course of Comedy Alley, we'll do maybe a brand new night or someone who's never done it before. I also roll with a lot of actors who have, maybe they're great comedic actors, but they've never technically done stand-up. So a lot of the times I'll kind of elbow them and be like, come on, go do a five minute spot. Like, get up there, what are you afraid of? So it'll be a mix of both every night. The shows are about 90 minutes long, but it's pro comedians, which is why there is um, a, a ticket price. This isn't just an open mic. So it is a ticketed event. Uh, all the comedians are paid. I'm a member of the Canadian Association of Stand-Up Comedians, CASC, which one of their mandates is to raise the bar and, and really raise the pay for com com comedians across Canada. And I think that's important in all arts, uh, art forms. If you're going out and enjoying these, we're all starving for entertainment. But remember that artists need to make money too. So I'm speaking directly to audiences. When you're out there, pay for music, pay for art, pay for theater, pay for comedians so that those people can continue to do it and continue to thrive. And then producers can continue to, to book bigger and better acts. So it's all it's all like one circular flow. I don't want to get too woo-woo-y here, but it's important. I, I want a professional show where all the comedians are paid Maybe the exception being guest spots when someone just pops in and we didn't have a budget for them, but it's pro comedy, paid tickets, paid comedians, and you're going to have an unforgettable night of laughs. You're never going to forget it. I guarantee you're going to walk away from Comedy Alley and you're going to be like, I don't even know where I was last night. It felt like a movie and uh, yeah. Wow. Great. How is that Great. for a promo kit? And I'm, I'm not... The thing is, Vince, I'm I, I know in my head I'm like, do I sound like I'm overselling it? But I'm not. I'm just I'm just spitting truth bombs at you right and now. Hot fire alarms. It's magic. Uh, it's magic. Lars, you you come join us for free. I want you to come join us for free so you can see it and you'll be like, damn. I'm definitely yeah. coming. I, I, hey, it's every Friday, Saturday night. Trust me, I'm not doing much. I'm there. Count me in. Where can everybody find for tickets and and find you online and, and follow Laughing Vikings and you yourself? Give you us all handles. Go to laughingvikings.com uh, and you'll find it there, laughingvikings.com slash comedy alley specifically, or the best place on social, Instagram, at our LinkedIn bio. All of the ticket links are in our LinkedIn bio. All of the other services here at Laughing Vikings as well. You'll find everything Laughing Vikings right there. 
He is Lars Classington. He runs the Laughing Viking Studio, and he has one of the most unique comedy venues in Toronto, east end of the city. That is Comedy Alley. Be sure to check him out. Thank you, Lars, for joining us this week. Awesome with uh, the shows that are going on each and every week. Uh, anybody coming up for next week's end? Well, what I'll tell you, I'm not going to tell you that who's coming up. I'll tell you some of the names who have been here. We've had Nick Beaton, Rochelle Lozen, Kyle Lucy, Andrew Barr, Al Val, Sandra Badalini, Paul Thompson, Jordan Foise, Olivia Stadler, Juliana Rodriguez, Christoph Davidson, Natish Sakuja, Hassan Phils, Big Norm, Keisha Brownie, Jen Sicato, Sammy Farid, for, uh, Rodrigo Stoll, Mark Sinagoga, John Steinberg, Sabrina Douglas, Arthur Simeon, to name a few. Wow, that was just one night, kids. So, yeah, check yeah. <laughs> this out. Check this out. East End of Toronto, Queen Street East, Laughing Viking Studios. It's called Comedy Alley. I thank you, Lars, for joining us today. God bless you, buddy. Thank you so thank much. Thank you. Thank you stuff. for everything you guys do for Canadian comedy. You guys are the best. We'll be back next week. We're wrapping up the show. Buddy, Comedy Rx, thanks again for Lars. Thanks again to Rob Bebnick and Dave Mirage. Uh, catch them all, follow them all on social, and check them out on a stage near you. This has been another edition of Inside Jokes. Cruiser, I love you. Hi, this is Alicia Carusi, and you're listening to my aunt, Sandra Carusi's Comedy Rx. This week's Comedy Rx features Dave Mirage. Man, you ever go to comedy shows, you know, you go to a comedy show and then like the front row is empty, but then the audience sits in the second row? Stop doing that. that you're bullying the comedian. Why are you doing that? That's a bully move. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I know what you're doing. You're like, oh, you can't get me now. I go, yes, I can. I can still get you. Stop being a jerk. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I understand. You don't think, because if you go to a comedy club, you always see the door guy try to bring people in, but it's always like a 35 or a 40-year-old dude with his girlfriend who loses it. He doesn't want to sit in the front. He's always like, don't put me in the front, bro. Always snaps. Don't put me in the front. What? Who hurt you? Who hurt you? Who hurt you that bad that you can't handle chuckle? You know what I mean? Like who's like hurt you where you're like the front row, you're 35 to 40 years old, grow up. What, who hurt you that bad where you can't handle the front row of a comedy? I wanna follow this guy home with his girlfriend or wife and she goes, do you want leftovers, Steve? He goes, no, the comedian said I had a small dick. I wanna grow up, grow up. You got a mortgage and kids, you can handle the front row.